Why, hello, and welcome to session 10, yes, of Glittering Night in Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition. I am your storyteller, Stu, and we have players. We have four of them. Five. Four? Four. Five normally for today. Uh, hi, I'm Joey, and I am playing Colin Shaw, the Toreador LA playboy slash musician who is mildly concerned about where we ended last session and kind of can't wait to figure out how we're going to get out of it. <laughs> No waiting. Hi, I'm Pooja. I'm playing Lakshmi Shaw, a Tremere, who, you know, bonded my age and missed all the excitement. <laughs> That's all right. You can jump in the excitement now. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah, I sure will. <laughs> I'm Sam. I play Anna Sophia, who is your friendly neighborhood satanic nun, Malkavian. Um, whose visions have caused our current predic- or at least led us into our current predic- predicament. So, yay! That, is that it? All four? Excellent. Okay. No. no, we're missing uh, Storkus. Is Stork not gonna... Oh, he's watching TV. He's busy. No, we just can't hear him at all, apparently. Is your mic muted, Stork? Yeah, Come back can, to a stork. We can't can you hear you now. Yeah, there you there go. There you go. Weird. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm Stork. I'm playing uh, Floyd Gilmore, a uh, a Bruja, and I am also worried about where we left off because uh, I didn't make another character. <laughs> okay. Uh, does someone want? Oh, would cool. It'll be session double zero. <laughs> right. Yeah. Does someone want to? Uh, 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 recap what happened two weeks ago? I could do that. Excellent. Let's see. Story time with Sam. Consult the tome. <clears throat> Anna Sophia compelled the medical examiner, Dana Compton, to sample her blood, ghouling her uh, and inviting her to tomorrow evening's mass. She agreed to attend. The next evening, Felix gathered, uh, submitted images from his selfie contacts on social media and noticed some oddities in a couple of places. One with reinforced doors, cameras, and other weird qualities. Uh, he sent the location as possible second inquisition data center. Colin asks everyone to meet him at the mall to discuss the text he got from his ghoul, Samuel, who says the scene of Miroslav Lair didn't look consistent with Operation Persistent Dawn. No shell casings, no incendiary rounds, etc. So was it an inside job? Could be Anna Tremont working with the Anarchs, possibly. Felix texts Big Head to meet up uh, and see if he has any info on the whereabouts of Anna Tremont, then sets up a meeting with uh, Balanos Vesalopoulos, the Bruja Primogen, in Long Beach. Uh, he takes the old book elevator down to a sub-basement in the library, uh, where he finds the Primogen and tells him about our info on the Second Inquisition. Uh, they didn't commit the kidnapping of the prince and asked for his help in finding Anna Tremont. Vesalopoulos doesn't hold out hope for Miroslav's unlife slash return. Uh, and so, uh, what's the plan then? Miroslav's wife, Georgina, would be Balanos' choice. The primogen doesn't think that Paul Morphy would do something to harm Miroslav. Floyd meets with the police chief, uh, Daniel Abernathy, at the Rose Bowl to ghoul up and get some info. He doesn't know much about the explosion, 
uh, one occurred, but no residue of accelerants or explosions were found. The epicenter is indeterminate. Sounds like magic. Pasadena PD hasn't shared much info about the Rosewall incident, and Abernathy agrees to make some calls. Colin goes on a date with Margaret, the mayor's wife, uh, uses blush of life to appear alive, and seduces her back to his place, then ghouls her. We all meet at the mall, uh, and Floyd shares his info about the magical explosion. Possible that Lakshmi's new mage ghoul did this? Uh, Anna Sophia gets a vision during mass. Uh, she finds herself in the burnt office of the Mode of Sin, walking through to an empty store out into a parking lot. Absolutely no one is around. It's devoid of life. Walking all the way downtown uh, at early dusk, completely empty. There's a starless, moonless sky and no noise except the occasional wind. Uh, meanwhile, Floyd, Colin, Felix, and Samuels the Ghoul check out the possible data center. Felix summons a possum to question. <laughs> it says that a per, uh, one person carried, uh, carried some dead bodies over the shoulder in through the door. Uh, this is a bank building, so that's pretty weird. Um, Felix removes the padlock and opens up the door with the others, weapons at the ready. Colin is overwhelmed by the smell of rotting human bodies uh, in a tunnel. There are like 18 to 20 corpses in here wrapped in tarps. Floyd opens one to look for identification of any kind, while Felix takes photos of the recognizable ones. Most of the recent ones have ligature marks on the neck. Floyd identifies one as missing from El Segundo for a month, a housewife, another man in his 40s from Reseda. Maybe a serial killer later? Doesn't really seem like second inquisition, though. Uh, on the way to Golden Road to meet up, Anna Sophia fills them in on her vision. Uh, they suspect it's the pocket dimension, and maybe Miroslav is there. Uh, Felix gets a call from Vasilopoulos' assistant that they can't reach Anna Tremont. Dead? Kidnapped? Or traitor? Who knows? Floyd texts her number uh, to his ghoul chief Abernathy to dig up her phone records. Uh, Felix checks in with Scully for her most recent known lair. Uh, he goes and breaks in to look around. The next night, January 23rd, Abernathy gives Floyd a last known address for Anna Tremont's phone, right next to the mode of sin. Guess we're going in a pocket dimension adventure. <laughs> Through the burned office into the empty dimension, phones don't work here, but Felix steals Marion Deleuze's Range Rover, the only car in the parking lot. Anna Sophia navigates them downtown based on her vision. Felix finds us the closest underground access to the Nosferatu tunnels, uh, and then Colin finds four sets of tracks leading in a direction. They follow the tracks down the tunnel and suddenly veer off to the left to the service door, which Felix unlocks, and they proceed down a hallway to a marble section opening onto an opulent room with a casket in the center. Inside is the desiccated corpse of Miroslav, then behind us, how did you people get in here? From Anna Tremont. Found her. <laughs> Okay, um, the, the, I would like to kind of talk about what um, what Lakshmi was doing last session. I'm figuring we the, our assumption was that you were either interrogating, dealing with, or consulting with your your mage in the storage facility. Yes. Okay. I would say that I got really caught up in trying different experiments with the mage to um, either 
attempt to like awaken my own power back or go or like tap into her power. Okay. Um, this, but this point you've, you've, you've given her blood, what, four times, I think three or four times, three or four times. Okay. So at this point, she's very cooperative. Um, she tells you like right away that she's having difficulty connecting with her own magic. And because Anna Tremont had once tried to ghoul her previously, she had the same problem. Okay. Um, so from now on, I'm not going to try to get her to a higher level of cooperation or anything. Okay. Um, by feeding her more blood now. I'll just give her from now on the amount that I need to to keep her. I think that's once, her current. M- once a month. I think. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm not further contaminating the power inside of her. Got it. Okay. Um, and yes, that's exactly how she th- uh, Lakshmi thinks of it. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, at some point, did the I, I, did you the party? I'm assuming let Lakshmi know where they were going to go. Yeah, we probably would have sent her text as we were hearing where we were going. I'm, I'm gonna, just assuming she was going to answer because she was busy, you know, up to her neck in mage. Right. Okay. Up to someone's neck. Right. <laughs> what uh, um, with, with is that is that something that you would sh- either share with Marion Duluth or at least ask about? I think after our first round of experimentation is done, yeah, I would okay. like be like, oh, by the way, there's a shit ton of people going into your pocket dimension. <laughs> okay. All right. So not so very pocket. Right. All right. So she tells she's she's um not re- not really surprised that you guys found it. Um but she tells you that um Anna Tremont is probably there and if the timeline the way things were going to work panned out uh she's probably extremely powerful right now. Because if the plan went, if things went as planned, um, she has murdered Miroslav and diabolized him. Wow. Which was, you know, the the plan that she and and Anna Tremont came up with. Who else was Anna working with? No one. Not and yet. I mean, she's she may be trying to to garner allies at this point, but. But this was a this was a um, just, a it was solo just a power play. Yes, and it, and it it fit in with my ends because I wanted Miroslav dead because he killed my apprentice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, it sounds like my, the rest of my coterie has gone into a situation a little bit more problematic than they knew. <laughs> Let's Understatement of them. the century. Let's go find them. Okay. She she's tell she tells you she says if if you want to save time, I might be able to open up open up a a passage to that pocket dimension here rather than you having to go all the way to Burbank. 
What did you think I meant when I said we? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, what is the point of you if you can't open portals to your own dimensions wherever you go? Okay. So it's, this means you free her? Yes. Okay. Well, I probably actually freed her from her restraints earlier because, like, when we were going through the experimentation, and once I was sure that she was cooperative with me. Got it. Okay. Um. Because what's the point of cooling somebody if they won't do what you say? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, she has to try a couple of times in order to make it happen, but she's able okay. to. But she is able to do it, and she apologizes and says, "This is most likely due to the presence of your blood. It's it's interfering with what's going on." Well, this is actually perfect for our purposes because the ways that you find to work around it should help me tap into my own power. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so basically she sort of like opens a curtain in reality and it's the ins- it's it you're seeing another portion of the inside of the storage unit. It just looks a little darker. Like a little more shadowy. Mhm. Um so I try my phone to see if I can get in contact with them that way and find out. No bars. Don't work here. Um, do you know where Anna's hold up? Uh, yes. She's in her lair. So, let's go. Okay. And off she goes. Um, she commandeers a, a car, because there are cars, like, on the side of the, you know, parked on the side of the road. So she commandeers one and opens the passenger door for you. I get in. Okay. She's such a good, good. So, so glad I found you. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes. Um, she drives down to downtown LA, and I don't. I don't remember. Did I? Because it was. It, it's in the uh, old. It's still in the old subway, wasn't it? The yeah, right? I think so. Okay, that's what I thought. So she leads you, you know, down a manhole cover into a old subway tunnel from the 1920s. You follow along this area of the tracks. You make a left, and and then then you can kind of hear. You kind of you're you're walking along, and she's like, and she stops, and she says, "I think she's here." And then she kind of puts a finger to her to her mouth to like listen, and you can Mm kind of hear someone talking. Okay, I am going to attempt to. Sense, like to see if I can hear what some what understand what they're saying. Blah 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 blah. Awareness and intelligence. Thank you. I was like, "What do I roll?" <laughs> and don't forget your hunger dice. Oh, Jeez. oh no, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an. Uh, it, oh this God, is a what are you doing? Ah, ah. <laughs> that was <laughs> sorry. I'm just gonna. Does somebody want to roll? Because um, my my dice roller 
is apparently broken. Perhaps <laughs> yeah. perhaps do do it. He'll he'll roll all successes. I can I roll. Know, it's, I, it's I roll six. Six dice with one hunger die. Six dice with one hunger. Okay. Like all of my sorry, all of my stuff is gone for some reason, even though it was here before. One, two, three, four successes, five on the hunger die. Great. Thank okay. you. All right. So um, you could you you hear Anna Tremont's voice, and she's like, "What are you guys doing here?" And we'll start the scene from where we left off last time, because that's how we ended at the previous time. <laughs> so you're basically let me just kind of set this. So there, you're you're sort of at the you're kind of in the main uh, subway tunnel. And there's like a little service tunnel off to the left. And you can hear Anna Tremont's voice coming from that direction. Oh, shut up. Every time a car drives by, my ring goes off. Mm-hmm. So, well, no one needs to, at this point... Anyone can do or say whatever whatever they want. Right. So. I need to do a rouse check to uh, pump my um, toughness. It needs a rouse check and so I can get tough. toughness. Stamina? No, it's one of my disciplines. It's fortitude. And it just takes a rouse check to do it. And once I once I succeed, then I guess I, I do I think it. You I can, I, you add, isn't that the one you add the dots of your fortitude to your stamina? Is that how it works? I remember. think so. I'll look it up. I'm yeah, I think it it's similar to my rapid reflexes. Um, no. I have that fortitude. as well. But fortitude is something that you could do before a scene. Yeah, boy. Uh, no, you, you have it at level two, so it's toughness? Yes, I'm okay. sorry. It's toughness uh, you subtract fortitude, fortitude from the defender... The fortitude of the defender from all superficial damage sustained. This occurs before having the damage and cannot reduce the damage below one. Correct. So it, d- it doesn't actually boost your... You have to make just... Yeah, roll one die, you need a six or higher. Well, right. actually, you're going to... You succeed anyway, but you're going to gain hunger if it's not a six or higher. Yes. But I have to do it... I have to declare that I'm doing it before we start the scene. Go ahead. Or... Roll away. I succeeded. Okay. Anyone else? So remind me when I get hit, because I will get hit, <laughs> that I have that on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I, I think I remember I had reflexes already on from our previous session. Would you like me to roll that a sounds, check? I think you guys... Is that just... I think you did. We'll call this the same... We'll, yeah, we'll call this the same scene, since it was a cliffhanger. But I think you made okay. a, that rouse check last time. Okay, I seem perfect. to remember, because I remember thinking... Should I put my toughness on? I'm like, no, I'll just fail my rouse check, and then I'll just be hungry, and there won't be anything in there. So I remember thinking that, so I'm pretty sure you did do your rapid reflexes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was using Unseen Passage and Invisible, because I remember asking if it made me visible to open the casket. Right, okay. Which I didn't. I I think Jim did. Right. Uh, So I should still be functionally invisible. Right, so does rapid reflexes need a rouse check to get going too? Is that what you're saying? Joey? Well, normally, yeah, normally it does. I think because um, I have that as well. Oh no, 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 no! I'm thinking of another one. I think rapid reflexes. I believe is just always on. It's always on. Confirm. 
Yeah. I think you did uh, something else. But, but I, I do remember you doing it before we entered the Upside Down because I remember thinking, well, I should probably do it too. I'll just fail and be hungry. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I did. But yeah, that one doesn't cause a grass check. But So it's all it's always on. I mean, I'm just saying that I remember doing it. or I, I Maybe I brought it up and made you think of your toughness. Um, but yeah. Okay, so that's fun. Cool. Uh, all right, Anna. The, uh, we were looking for you. Well, you found me. Okay, glad so... To, oh, go ahead. Glad, glad to see it. You look different. Haircut? Mm, a little more powerful than I was before. I'm going to throw my hat into the ring. Hmm. Any particular reason for this uh, change of occupation? Oh, I don't know. If you, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have been thinking what I'm thinking, but you've got all these really old world vampires who are trying to fight a foe that is as modern as it gets. And I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I mean, Paul Morphy's very smart. Very smart. Way smarter than I am. But he's also, you know, was born in the early 1800s. And he's got a lot of catching up to do when it comes to things like the internet and computers and things like that. I mean, I I can't even tell you how old... um, Shit, I just lost her goddamn name. Wife. Um, Miroslav's wife? Georgina. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even tell you how old she is, but I mean, I'm sure it's a whole hell of a lot older than Morphe. So, it, but it seems to me they're not they're not fit to to handle this. I mean, you know, the whole cell phone thing. That was my suggestion to them. It didn't even occur to them. They can't even think about things like technology. Hmm. I mean, they're not completely wrong. Why don't we talk and about it? And it must really have graded to... Ah! To, you know, work for somebody so stupid for so long. <laughs> not to mince words. Are you talking about Scully? Yes. Did you just, like, appear behind her? She does something? flinch when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Yeah. <laughs> Scully, Scully is is competent in his own way. I'll give him that. Well, he does appear unassuming. Yes, and that is an act. So let me get this straight: you are going, you're fulminating a coup, and you want to go in and secede Miroslav, and you expect to do this by yourself. Well, I'm just I'm just starting. I had to get to the point where if I can hold on to the hold on to the 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 seat of power, I need to be strong enough to do it. And I had to that I mean that had to come first. Plus I had to make sure the seat of power was empty. So I was able to kill two birds with one stone. Well, yes, 
but by actually killing Miris, yes, okay. It, it just seems that you've um, woken a sleeping giant and filled it with a terrible wrath, because now you've got everybody vying for power and nobody's going to acquiesce. Well, they will eventually. It may, it may take a little time, but it will happen. I mean, I think I think Georgina's going to be the toughest nut to crack, because she has the Posebni team. She has those Eastern European... Not to mention the anarchists are just claiming parts of the territory as is. Right. And they did that with Miroslav fully in power. <clears throat> but I mean, she's basically got her own second inquisition. And I, I, when, as soon as that happened, I was a little leery of it. I don't know if you guys were, but it seems to me a little dangerous to have a whole bunch of extremely highly trained mortals that have been uh, specifically trained to kill us. You seemed fairly dismissive of them when we encountered them the first time in the Rose Bowl. Nah, they I wanted didn't to seem very effective back then either. I wanted to see what they, what they were capable of. And I don't think that he was using them for their purpose. What do you think he was using them for? I think it, he was. I think he set them up as a way to ensure his own power. I don't know who he was threatened by, but I think that was the case. And and Georgina has has all but inherited them. Yes, that we have heard. So I mean, Paul Morphy, by tradition at least would be the first person to consider as the new prince. But there's no way he's going to be able to take that when, when she's got a an ace like that in her hand. No, when she has an army of her own backing her up. Right. Though, the same applies to you. Right now. Speaking of which... Where are your guys' thoughts on this whole uh, uh, new prince thing? <laughs> We're standing here with... Let's see here. How old was Miroslav? Miroslav was old. I, 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 I see if I, I, He was like sixth generation or something. He, he was several hundred years old. And so powerful. Sixth generation is really what I wanted to know. Yeah. I mean, uh, it must have been quite the feat luring him away and incapacitating him long enough to... What is the tactful way to say this? I hope you find it. (laughs) Co-opt his power for your own. Yeah, it was a necessary play. And I I did have have some help. I should ask, where is Marion at this point? I had Miriam stay a little bit back. Okay, so she doesn't know that she's there yet. Okay. Well, clearly she knows... She's figured out that you guys know something about this, because you're here. Yeah. But, um... From everything I know, it's quite the um, struggle of wills to take on that much at once. It is. It was. It was not easy. I suppose I 
what I should be saying is congratulations, then. Well, thank you. It seems like no matter what avenue you choose, getting those soldiers off the board is going to be your your main focus. Yeah. Have you thought about trying to, I don't know, convince the Primogen Council to move against the Anarchs with them? Or put the humans against themselves and send them after the um, Second Inquisition? The the the, the Posebni team? Yes. I mean... Well, I don't command them yet. I mean, if I could... No, but if you can get yourself in a position to bend the ear of Georgina, which will then put you closer, and you're ready to take the throne. Yeah, that's possible. I'm in the... You don't think Georgina is going to find it slightly suspicious that you suddenly show up much more powerful reeking of her husband's aura oh I mean I, I have to be careful certainly but I always kind of wondered if this the whole Pasebni team thing may have been Miroslav's attempt to protect himself from her maybe I don't know mm. trouble in paradise the fact that they went over to her so quickly after his death makes me suspect that she's the one, been the one pulling the strings, their strings in the first place. That might be old familial bonds. It might just be easy to call in and have their visas revoked. We might be able to do that rather than try to kill them all. Yeah, have get them it, deported. Getting them off the table would be a very large boon, or at least occupied. I mean, it's certainly if they are, if they're mortals, they have to stay somewhere. And they're foreigners. Some certainly somebody and armed foreigners at that. Certainly, the mortal world would be much more interested in them than we are. That's true. Unless they've already. I mean, assuming just for them to get the kind of weaponry that they have been using, to have access and be able to wield it, to use it so openly on the night of the Rose Bowl attack. I'm sure that the Burbank Police Department, if they were to go by one of their apartments or safe houses and found that weaponry would certainly open an investigation and that would keep them busy. Oh, absolutely. I just have to find out where she's keeping them and I don't know where that is. I mean, at this point, last I heard, she's sort of, once Miroslav disappeared, she kind of went into hiding. How hard could it be to find 60 Slovakian gangsters that are well trained and know how to go to grounds in the L.A. area? They have gotta get met, food. Have you met the people who live next door to us? They've gotta get food, they've gotta get <laughs> ammo, they've gotta get there's gotta be a paper trail somewhere. I mean that that's true. I mean not the food part, but the ammunition. The mortal world tracks that kind of thing quite And they have to stay somewhere. I doubt they're in a cave. They have to have food and beds and transportation. All of that costs money and leaves a trail. Well, if Georgina's paranoid as Anna believes, it's possible that you might be with her. Oh, when you want your elite force protecting you? Some of them, maybe. 
Some of them definitely. In shifts. I mean, didn't Paul Morphy say as much? I think so. I think he did, yes. Do you have many kindred allies, Anna? Oh, I get around. I have uh, a lot of contacts. I mean, I'm sort of um, Scully's gopher, so I probably know at least one or two people in almost every coterie in the Glittering Night. And would they back your play? Some of them might. I haven't started the recruiting part yet because I needed to needed to get my ducks in order before that before it was uh, time for that. And the fewer people that know the plan, the better. Exactly. At this point, I'm not quite ready to go public with it, but I'm I'm definitely ready to start. Testing the waters and seeing uh, seeing where people stand on the whole glittering night prince thing. Stu, um, based on what I know about Paul Morphe, since he is my the my primogen, mm-hmm. um, is he the type that would just go whichever way the wind blows, or does he have some kind of staunch um, allegiance to? Georgina, uh, like at least, uh, and like based on you know rumor or whispers or, or whatever, I can roll. A, I can do a roll if you want me to. I have sure politics. Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, politics. Maybe int intelligence. Okay, and then with my Camarilla uh, specialty come into play. Absolutely. Just making sure. Okay, so that's three, four, five regular dice, one hunger die. Uh, okay. Oh, well, that is one, two, three, four successes, two, which are ten, so that's six successes. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, nice. You know that Paul, Paul Morphy is more of like a... In the vampire world, he's more of a policy wonk than a than necessarily a quote unquote leader. He's mm-hmm. sort of the the. I mean, he, his role in Miroslav's reign has has very much been making sure everything is maintained, making sure everything's orderly, uh, uh, keeping Miroslav appraised of all the things he needs to be appraised of. You know, he's definitely. His mind is definitely very well suited to that kind of work because you know I, I don't I don't know if uh, Paul Morphy was, was an actual real person. He was one. Oh, of, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was one of the very early chess grandmasters. I don't know if they actually. Oh, had you told, that's right. That. You brought that up last game, and I forgot. Yeah. yeah. There's, um, there's cool. A, there's a few that predate him, but he's one of the early ones. Um, but he, I mean, he's certainly at least from your dealings with him, and maybe probably from people you've talked to, you probably know that he's not the sort of seneschal who is hiding a dagger behind his back waiting for his prince to let his guard down. Mm-hmm. He's more about doing the job, but he's also probably by tradition or he would be the next person to the, that the primogen council should at least consider as as prince. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and he's going to be one of those people where he's, I will not seek the office, but I will serve if called. That that kind of thing. Um, okay. As far yeah, as, you got six successes. Yeah. As far as Georgina goes, she's more of an enigma. I mean, there there's always been murmurings that she may have been the power behind the throne. Um, and there also probably have been rumors that, that she and Paul Morphy uh, probably... Uh, uh, butted heads occasionally, if there were, if there was, a, if they each had a, a different opinion of what should be happening. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, that that helps. I was basically trying to figure out if, basically, if Paul Morphy was a Varys type person who was more about keeping the peace and will just support who he thinks is the best for the the realm. Um, or if he's someone who's going to have some kind of loyalty to to the status quo. Um. Well, he he probably has never struck you as the sort of as the, struck you as the sort of person who sought the 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 massive authority of a prince. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, conceivably, if. You know, the Primogen Council decided that they wanted, were going to go with someone else, or he would probably he would probably support that decision. You know, he okay. he might end up being replaced as Seneschal, but he probably he probably I don't think he would be willing to go to war for it, or at least from what you know of him. Um, mm-hmm. Cards off the table, though, if. You're talking about like a coup, like what Anna Tremont's talking about, right? Who who okay. knows how he's going to react to that? I mean, Georgina becoming prince, probably that's it's conceivable that he may not like that, but he might be willing to go go along with it. Anna Tremont probably not, especially considering how she did it, if that right. ever came out. And that is yeah, that's the thing too is the whole Diablerie situation, right? That's going to be a hard sell, yeah. It's also hard to. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. This is all. This is all in your head. There's no reason for me to communicate. So, what's your plan? Well, before I, re- I give too much of that, I'd kind of like an answer to my question as far as where you guys stand on the whole who should be the next prince thing. Where, what way are you leaning? Well, it seems to me that you're holding most of the cards right now. First of all, you've clearly diablerized Miroslav, and we're stuck in an underground chamber with you blocking the exit. Second, there is now a power vacuum, so regardless, somebody's going to have to take over anyway. So it seems to me that things are already in motion. There, It's either one of three people. You, was it Victoria? Georgina. Georgina and Paul Morphy. From what I gathered from Paul, he really more just wants to maintain the status quo. He never really struck me as somebody that's into a power play, but I don't know him that well. 
Georgina, on the other hand, seems old school and may have orchestrated this, or at least allowed it to happen. Uh, so it's, as far as I can tell, it's between you and Georgina. Well, we there's all there's there's also George Palmer. Yeah. And the Camarilla, especially at a time like this, is going to be very uncomfortable with a power vacuum, and they are going to want that power vacuum resolved quickly. And if we don't do it ourselves, they may order George Palmer to do it or send someone from the inner circle to take over. And then we're going to be left with the same situation. And that's another thing, is that the Anarchs are already breathing down our neck. We really don't have a lot of time. That's right. I'm I'm of the opinion that we just need someone in charge so that we can continue on, but I, perhaps we should all discuss this it, together. Can you give us a moment, Anna? <laughs> what happens when you have the Brewhog beat the face? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, absolutely. And she says, "I'll." Thank you. In, in fact, I'm. I will. I will. I will be heading back towards the uh, what are the, the real world? I guess I don't know what to call it. And uh, you go. You guys all have my cell. Oh, good. So that 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 is still your number. There's not a new number. Perhaps a number more clandestine that we want to reach you regarding more sensitive topics that we could reach you more directly and not under the eyes of anyone who can tap a phone line? Uh, well, I mean, I would just use it for, for oh. meeting. I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have any critical conversations over a cell phone network. You, no. know that, you know that people are looking for you, right? I'm sure they are. I've been a little scarce lately. I've mm-hmm. been busy. Yes. Scully has been looking for you. You didn't seem terribly impressed. Please. I would just be cautious. Yeah. If you're trying to count him as an ally, I may want to revisit that. If I were you. I didn't really, I've never really counted him as an ally. But I, I wouldn't consider him an enemy. I would do what I could to make sure that stays the same. As one to another. Well, I'll leave you to your cogitation. Unless anyone has anything else to say to her before she walks out. No? Okay. So she she walks down the thing and So she's she left so we could actually get out now without her tearing us apart. (laughs) Well she I mean technically As soon as I got here, y'all could get out whenever. That's why I snorted when you were like, and you're blocking the exit. (laughs) That's a neat trick. That is a neat neat trick. It's conceivable that if we could get to the outside, we could lock her in here. Yeah. I thought maybe, actually this was my backup plan in case she turned out to be hostile for off the gate. She seems because very... Lord knows, I don't want to have to fight someone who just diablerized the prince. Exactly. 
and she brings up some really good points, and, and <laughs> Lord knows we're not really equipped to take her on, or any of them by ourselves. There is a power vacuum. Somebody needs to be in charge. What do we think? She's a child who doesn't even have the ghost of an actual plan. <laughs> yeah, but she's got the power to back it up. How does Georgina? So but does Paul Murphy. Morphe. What she has, or what she doesn't have, is something that perhaps we can offer. Is she actually younger than we are? Or was? I don't know if you know that. I mean, she'd still be the same age, like, just because her blood potency's gone up doesn't mean that she would have necessarily well, yeah, gotten but, older. But we also don't know, like, when she was I mean, raised, really. Prior, prior to... Um, I don't know. I mean, some anyone who's got this that sort of history or Camarillo can make a roll to see if they've at least heard rumors. Okay. But I mean, she might keep I that kind. Of, I mean, a lot of vampires probably keep a lot of that stuff kind of close to the vest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do a politics with Camarillo to see if I've okay. heard a, a rumor. Uh, Intel again. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ooh, I like these dice. One, two, three, four successes, uh, but no double anything. So four successes with okay. a nine on the hundred die. Got it. Um, she was uh, she was uh, embraced. I mean, from what you've heard, sometime in the early twentieth century, like so she is pre World War Two. So she's younger than us. Well, younger than us. She's older than you. Yeah. Yeah, I think Stork, your character was embraced in the 60s, is that right? Something like that? I think I said 70s. 70s, okay. Oh, I thought you said 80s. Maybe you're right. Because you have the. Because you're good at technology. Like, you're like, oh, doctors and computerized records. Yeah. Well, I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, you can probably rock a Commodore 64. Yes, I can. (laughs) Unbeatable at Pong. But I'm not... His favorite movie is Tron. <laughs> the original. It makes the sequel is crap. I just watched that again. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't my imagination. It did suck. <laughs> right? Every now and again, you have to watch it. Like, was, it, was I just... Was I wrong? Like, could they really have screwed that up? No, no, they really screwed it up. Okay. It's like, how high was I? <laughs> well, like, how high were they? Um, yeah. But I don't think that siding with her is something we should disregard outright. Really. I'm not saying we should disregard it. I am saying that we should go into it with our eyes open. She's not the strongest player on the field, no matter what her personal power level is. She right. has exactly zero allies. But we could use that and turn it into a positive for ourselves. Exactly. If we align with her and she succeeds, we leverage that to a much better place for ourselves in the new glittering night. I agree. Is mind reading one of the powers you just got? Because you are saying exactly what I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I've also been a bit concerned about the old guard being completely clueless about modern technology and even this modern times. They don't even really know how to deal with modern weaponry, let alone cell phones and computers. And they spend most of their time planning and hiding and they don't really they aren't even really aware of modern world and how satellites and how quickly 
information can get shared or broken. She at least seems aware of all of this. Mm. I think painting them all with that kind of brush is a mistake. There's a certain amount of... We're not all... Not everyone who knows technology is as overt about their skill as, say, I am amongst you. But surely those that also excel at technology can feel the oppression of those who are not hindering their own abilities or feelings enslaved to them Mm. because of what they can bring. If we can help her promise those people a higher place in the order as well, that gets her more allies. And I'm just saying, the idea of being the new primogen of the Toreador is not something I would hate. I think I'd look very, very good in that robe. I, mean, I don't know if he actually if wears I'm the robe. But... If I'm successful with Miriam, then I'll be a, a lot more than the, prime, the Tremere primogen. <laughs> But, you know, in the meantime, one doesn't just say no to power. Mm. Well, the other option is to play both sides against the middle and just maintain sort of neutrality or help both sides until we figure out who's going to succeed. I don't really know if taking sides is even a good idea yet because we're the ones that are going to be sticking our necks out. She's going to be hiding while we do machinations to help her. Absolutely not. If nothing else, no one's going to support her bid for the for the throne if she hides away and sends minions to do her work. I'm well, not adept in politics, but even I know that. No, that's not what I meant. She still needs to. She'll. She still needs to basically canvas. She needs to find out and and, and amass her power base. She needs to find out who's on her side. She needs to start putting that in place and, and moving her, her pieces around right now. All she's only made the first move and nobody knows about it except us. Well, here's the genius of our current position. Say we agree to help her and she amasses the power she needs and she takes over and we become everything we ever wanted to in the grand scheme of the glittering night. Wonderful. Let's say that doesn't happen. Let's say we side with her, and after a short period of time, we realize she doesn't have a leg to stand on. We'll at least have been privy to some very vital information that we could take to who we think would be the best suited for the throne, and report to them. We have been gathering information for you against someone who wants to usurp you. Here it is. We are your faithful servants. Let us help you remove this threat from the board. Either way, we win. Not to mention the fact that it, a stalemate of any length does not serve us. Yes, Between the Second Inquisition, working with the anarchists. Because let's not forget that that's what led us to all of this in the first place. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we currently have the opportunity to determine who the next prince of the Literary Knight will be. I suggest we don't waste it. 
we should at least find out what she's willing to offer us in exchange for our support. Because oh, great Caesar's ghost. I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been behind you the whole time, Colin. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Miriam, you've spent a lot more time with Tremont than any of us have. You were so close once. Yes. Do you think she has a leg to stand on here? Um, well, she has access to to this pocket dimension, which is in a, in and of itself an extremely powerful tool. I mean, but that access exists upon your mercy, correct? Y- yes, but I've given her something so that she can uh, create passageways between it wherever she likes. What was that? A small amulet. If it came down to it, would you fight for her? For no, I, I, I she was a tool. I, I just wanted Miroslav dead. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in the thick of it now. Oh, it's okay, Miriam. I won't let anything happen to you. I actually find the whole thing fascinating. I've never really been much involved in the politics of your kind, and I'm finding it quite interesting. Okay. As an outsider, what are your thoughts? As far as perhaps what? A, an objective view could shed some light on the situation. Hmm. Well, I think it would depend on what you want. I mean, <clears throat> if you or you could take the information and go to either Georgina or go to Paul Morphy. Both of them would be extremely grateful, and just having the information that that was there was another player on the board in itself has an enormous amount of value, and you could get something out of it. Then again, uh, while she has no allies per se, she does know a lot of people, and she may be able to get allies. And if she can, then she may end up becoming a, a viable candidate for this. And if you, she, if you were her earliest supporters, I think it is safe to say that you would probably reap the most benefit from it. And honestly, I can't see that uh, the older ones are going to displace their faithful primogens in lieu of you. If you get my meaning. I do. We'll get a pat on the back from the old guard, but Anna's I mean, in we'll position to actually. We'll get Pasadena, do which we already were going to have. Yeah. Yes, we could get um, a pat on the back, or we'd be the ones patting people on the back. Oh, uh, I have a question for you, my dear Anna. When we were speaking just now, intim- intimated suggested that you assisted her in the Battle of Wills when she took on Miroslav's power. Okay, before I answer that question, I just want to make sure I got the timeline correct. You were not in possession of her when Miroslav disappeared, correct? No. Okay, just want to make sure. 
yeah, then we got, we found her. We didn't know if she existed until like the night after he disappeared or the night he disappeared. I oh. think it was the night, like, yeah, something like that. Like, it's possible that she helped Anna take him and whatever. Okay. And then when, and then she came to the ice cream parlor and we took her right after. You know what God, I mean? Right. Okay. That's kind right. of that, that was how the timeline went in my head. Okay. It seems like we found her because she, she drove by in the car, right? I was, I was supposed to be posing as as somebody. As an anarch. She drove by as an anarch. She drove by and kept going, and we followed the car. And I think that night that I was posing is the night that Mirosoft disappeared. I believe that that's okay. So yeah, yes, she says yes. I would. I I did help her. Um, to an extent, I'm not supposed to play a extremely active role, but I did provide assistance. Oh, darling! Huh. Um. Well, the my, my portion of it was making sure that uh, she was able to get in there unseen. And that uh, she had no um, difficulty leaving with him. Ah, so nothing in the. It was important to me to know that her her will alone subdued the blood. Well, I'm. It was a daytime attack. Mm. My understanding, I, I I never saw her. I never saw her. She just asked me to to help her out. Um, but my understanding is that she staked him while he was while he slept, and uh, then was able to convey him here. But then you blew up his lair. That was uh, that was that was her extraction, I guess you would call it in a military parlance. So her cover was to bring him here, and then you made it look like there was an explosion. I cleared the hallways so she could get back out. Makes sense. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a little. Why couldn't you have just blown up that area with all that fire with him in there? If well, you then Anna wouldn't have been as strong as Miroslav was, no. and she would have no chance to be thrown. But you have the power to do that. <clears throat> I could have. I, I once I once I knew where he was. I could have just blown him up. Sure. But my agreement with with Anna was that uh, I afford her the ability to diabolize him. But you could do that to any vampire, or even say a group of Eastern European mercenaries, if you knew where they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are some constraints on what I am I am allowed to do and not do, and if I do too many things that are outside of what I should do, um, I will draw the attention of people that you do not want in this city. I did want to know exactly how closely you worked with the anarchists in the Second Inquisition. Um, I'm not... I don't really work... I, I worked with the... The anarchs, I don't work with them. The, the Inquisition... Uh, they don't know what I am. Uh, and I was able, I provided them a, a little bit of assistance basically in order to get some operating funds. So you know sort of 
some people who are in charge and where their cells are? Uh, not in charge, but I, I know I, I know a few people in what they refer to as the human intel arm. They're not they're not the soldiers. They're not the um, <clears throat> the the electronic intelligence people. They're the people on the street. I know two of them. Well, friends, it looks like it may be time to at least appear to choose a side. What are our thoughts? I think Anna will probably treat us better than the old guard, but I don't know if I want to tip my hand and let them know what's going on. I mean, I sort of feel like we need to let Anna make her move first before we pick a side. Well, we can there's just... marching through the streets saying that Anna is Prince. Yes. And there is telling her that we side with her and help her gather support and gather information in case we decide to change sides. I, I'm for that. We could uh, play both sides against the middle if we have to. Or at least stall long enough to get away. But there's definitely going to be a new sheriff in town, or a new leader in town. It would be nice if we uh, had some say in that. Mm. And got something out of it. I think Anna's in a position to give us more out of it than the old guard. We would definitely benefit most from her ascension. Satan is always in favor of insurrection, so that's not off the table for me. Um, Yeah, I think it's whether we can... I mean, it's the Diablery that's going to be the biggest obstacle to overcome. I mean, even saying that people believe that that a stronger Tremont is more modern and capable of dealing with the threats in a modern way, she has a major over- obstacle to overcome in the fact that she just diablerized the old prince. Well, it will be obvious to anyone looking at her for years to come. I think any of those old school vampires, if they claim that they've never diabolized anybody, are lying. Not about whether they did or didn't, but about whether it's an accepted practice and how far they're willing to... They're going to pretend like they're very offended, but at the end of the day, they've all done it and gotten ahead the exact same way. I've always wanted to play my violin in a burning city. You realize the glitter ignite is on fire every year. You could just play your violin in the summer. There's actual flames, and there's the flames of beautiful insurrection. There is a difference. The lighting is better at insurrection. Not to mention the heat. True. Plus, mm, go ahead. Uh, so we're going to tell Anna Tremont that we're going to support her and meanwhile gather intel just in case. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to keep our options open until the last minute. Because sure. if something doesn't break soon, she's going to have to operate soon, as she said. Otherwise, what, what did you say his name was? Uh, the Charge of the Glittering... Charge of the Glittering... No, Charge of the... The Camarilla? He's going to have to step in and... Oh, the jet... The, the Justicar. Just, just uh, George Palmer. 
who we also have a working relationship with. Yes, well, we not do. so much you, Floyd, but the rest of us do. Um, you rather put your foot in it, if I remember correctly. Did I? Did he? I'm yes. Sure I, I'm pretty sure I saved his ass from, from Griffith Park, didn't I? Yes, and then you nearly compromised our mission in Idlewild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you obviously paid for that. But, but it did not help the Jessica's opinion of you. No, but the rest of us, still on pretty good terms, we did save his life. Yes. So that is also an option open to us. I mean, perhaps if he's going to clean house, let him clean house. That will provide a large amount of vacancies and if we can prove ourselves invaluable to him in his execution of cleaning house, perhaps his vacancies will be filled by us. Literally, options are falling at our feet. We just have to pick one. Do you know? Well, I mean, pick one eventually. Yes. Appear to pick one for now and then pick a different one later, just in case. Agree. Many paths are open to us, and sometimes they intersect more than once. Good. I'm glad to see where it reads. Um, this, so this marble room that we're in that is like a duplicate well, pocket universe version of Miroslav's lair. Are there any, like, items of interest about? Um, <clears throat> if I recall correctly, it was the, the chamber in here was basically like a, uh, it, it was basically just like a coffin room. And then, but I believe, what did I say that there was like a, a doorway that led off somewhere beyond it? Yeah, it was like, yeah, eventually the dirt path turned to marble and it was very ornate on the inside. And then eventually like that path, brought us to this room. Right. Yeah. But I think there there I I think I recall saying that there was another passageway beyond. I think. Sure. Sure, why not? Okay. Yeah, because that's how I got in. Isn't No, I think you just followed our path. Yeah, you came the same the same way everyone else did. I'm I'm oh. talking about inside his chamber there's another there's another passageway. Well let's go down and take a look before we leave. I just want to have a look around, see if we can mm-hmm. get any information. Okay. Help us while we're here. Is there anything in the casket at all? Because she moved the whole casket over here, right? There is soil in the casket. Does that hold any power? Anybody know? Well, you can. The vamp who has to sleep in it. Yeah, it's about going to ground. It's a whole thing. I think, right? I think there's a thing. In the old books, I'm assuming that it, it exists in the new one, too. There's a. There was a thing, a thing you could take, like a drawback or whatever they call it, that's. You needed to sleep in, in na- your native soil. Folkloric veins, because uh, right. I have the holy water one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and there's. Yeah, I think. I think there is like a, a. It's like a disadvantage you take that you have to sleep with a, at least a handful of your own native dirt. Yeah. Um. Is there anything on his desiccated body? His clothes. Rings, amulets. No, nah, I mean, there's probably some jewelry. There's probably a signet. Well, she, she would have taken the signet ring. She pro- he That's probably what had, I was looking for. He, yeah. he, he, that she would have taken. But he's probably got other rings. His wedding ring is probably still there. Oh, that'd be fun to rub salt into a wound eventually. 
I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> there's no, there's no books or. Oh well, that the the, the, the next the next room is sort of like a sitting room slash library. <clears throat> Just real quick before we go down the hall, um, Miriam, do you control like you created this pocket dimension? I part part of it. Um, it, it it's a collaborative effort amongst many of us. So this. And it, it's is, not complete. <clears throat> it's just segregated off from the bigger section of what you all created? Y- yes. I mean, there, there are some sections that are adjacent to each other, <clears throat> and you can pass from one mage's section to another. <clears throat> this, this area is a little more isolated. There's no, there's no direct connection. You created this section. It, it's been a work in progress that predates me. But I'm the caretaker of this section of it currently. If necessary, can you shut it down? Ooh, yeah. Okay. That would definitely bring uh, in people to ask me what I was doing. I'm sure. And, and you know, just method of last resort. Y- yes, I could. And anyone left in here would just be gone. Nice to know we have a nuclear option. As in completely gone. <clears throat> As in nothing left. Yes, that's what God means. Like, well, not even a spirit. I hate to say it, but that could be a very quick... Or is it? Yes. Because you have one pocket dimension able to be shut down. Mm-hmm. before you lose the ability to access any of them. But, oh, Georgina, oh, Paul Morphy, we think we might know where Miroslav's body is. <laughs> Please, come, to- come with us Please. and confirm, identify the body. I'm not we blink out, close the door, I and it's over. I'm just I saying. There are much better ways, and Anna needs to prove herself a little bit before we do all her work for her. I agree. I'm just saying that we should have all of our pieces on the table. If you're able to come and go anywhere in the city, this also works as a great base for us. Especially when the shit goes down, because nobody but us can get in here. Anna Tremont has a key. And Anna. I'm not giving her a key to my house. Well, but well even if she becomes prince, Mar- and we are her Mar- trusted servants. Marion tell Marion will interrupt at this point and says, "Well, she kind of already has that. If she could find out where your lair is, she could go to its shadow lo- or mirrored location here and simply walk into your lair. That's one of the reasons this is as powerful as it is." <clears throat> But we could do that now, too. Well, no, because we don't have the amulet that she does. We have her. I could, yes. Well, that's a... That's why Anna doesn't know where we currently reside. She only knows the old location, and we haven't been there in ages. Is there any way that you can shut down her key? 
I'd, I'd have to have I'd have to possess it <clears throat> to do so. But yes, I could if I had it. Does the key only work for her? No. But I wouldn't necessarily want to take it from her at this point. No reason to piss off the possible would be prince who are trying to throw on the throne. No, no. I just want to know the extent of of, of the of this. If if it if she could undo it if we needed to, or if she can. I'm all, yes. Okay. So. Um, so we could ostensibly, using her, do what she did to Miroslav to any of the other vampires. We could go to their lair, open it up to the real world, pull them in here, and deal with them. Yeah. Or even, say, Eastern European mercenaries, if we know where they are. We would still have to... You still have to overcome Deal them. with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a like a cupboard, and you shove them in and just shut the door. And no, no, like, but we can we go. We still have to deal. But with we can that. use this as a way to get there without, or get close, go into the real world and deal with them there, or have her deal with them there if we can figure out where they are. But we can use this as a way to travel around undetected, unseen, and unheard. Does the sun ever come up in here? No, there is there there is. Um... <sighs> It's complicated, but no, there is there is no actual sun here. I think there's a, a better way of disposing of those mercenaries than just popping them in here and sorting them out ourselves. No, no, you don't. You guys, you guys I'm using. I'm thinking of this as a way to travel to a nearby area, <clears throat> pop into the real world, and deal with the mercenaries in the real world. But we can use this as a ways to travel back and forth. We're not. I'm not necessarily talking about pulling them in here, although we could if we needed to. I'm saying that this is a way for us to get around without being detected, without being seen, and without at, at any time. We could even do it in the daylight. Agreed. But I think a more public destruction of the mercenaries at what appears to be the hands of our foes may make a better play for Anna. Makes a better play for us. If Georgina's main And points, we would have to, at some point, explain... The existence of this place cannot be let out. No one else can know. Yeah, that's fine. You... No one. I, I'm just finding this as... I'm just trying to figure out how we can use this to our advantage. It seems like a really powerful tool. We're able to get around L.A. without dealing with traffic, mortals, any time of the day or night, and go anywhere we want. Sounds like heaven to me. So, we now have a power... That that does uh, beg the question. Darling, can you make more keys? Um, it would take me some time, and I'm not sure how effective I will be at making them, um, with my blood, uh, in the condition it's currently in. I can try, 
but I don't I mean, do try, it. and we'll work on it together. I mean, it is part of the ultimate goal, after all. Mm-hmm. So, what do we do now? We want to go back? I want to search, uh, search Miroslav's apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Information on the uh, mercenaries or his general plans and things. Because since this is a copy of his uh, lair, we might be able to find some information that will help us. Any personal notes between him and Georgina that we could use? Any information regarding their relationship, his relationship to Paul Morphy, the inner workings of the Primogen Council? I mean, if we can get some of them on our side through blackmail or really any means. Okay. That's just going to be a boon for us. Well, there's probably there's probably some letters uh in, in the sitting room. So, uh it, he's he's probably he there's probably letters that he's received from every member of the Primogen Council. So you tell me who and I'll tell you what what they're saying. As far as the Posebni team, <clears throat> I, I, oh, I just thought of something, and that it was—it's something he would totally do. I'm going to roll dice to see if this, he would actually—he actually did this. Okay, yeah, three successes. Who speaks Cro? Who who can read Croatian? Rude. <laughs> <laughs> the letters that he's receiving from the other primogens—those are probably. They may not necessarily be in English, but they're probably going to be in a common language between the two of them, which might be English, or it could be French, because French was the international language of diplomacy for a long time, or something mm-hmm. like that. But his probably his diaries or his own uh, writings to himself are probably written in Croatian. Okay, we're going to take those with us. Okay. Google Translate is a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Google Translate gets right sometimes. We can piece things together. Right. Yep. Yeah, you can at least get close. <laughs> Here's the other thing I'm thinking about. If this is an actual mirror copy, and he, if he had any secret vaults or hidden hidden compartments, they might be duplicated here, but I'm not sure how to find them. Uh, Python senses would probably help. Detect traps. <laughs> right, I guess detect traps. Provided there are no more... You know, vaults full of decaying corpses for me to smell and vomit all over. <laughs> you could make an awareness wits roll to see if you can find such a thing. Can I do that with my heightened senses? Uh, yeah, what is that? does that let you add? I think it adds your... my aspects to oh, okay. my investigation sure. wits. Okay. <clears throat> investigation, wits, and aspects. Okay. Not a whole lot, but it's something. Uh, nope. That's now it's not a critical failure if I roll the one, but if the one is not on the hundred die, right? Okay, if you roll no successes at all, it's a critical mm-hmm. failure, but it's not a messy critical failure, if I recall okay. correctly. But it's I think it's still I think that's yeah, yeah I got no successes, no successes, but I got a five on the hunger die. Okay, so it's not it's not a uh, what do they call it? A be- that's not a bestial failure, but it is a regular okay. critical failure. Okay. 
that I critically failed on my heightened senses to try to find search for traps, which is terrifying, thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Who is in the room? Oh, God. <laughs> All of us, including, including Jim, technically, but he's probably safe for, you know, not being here today. Right. Surprise, Jim! My critical failure accidentally killed you. My bad. <laughs> I owe you a beer next time I see you. I wrote that. Let me. I, I think I wrote this down. Somewhere. So hold on. I went to the bathroom and you critically failed. Yeah, he critically failed looking for traps. Essentially, right. <laughs> Well, looking for secret doors. Not looking for traps, but looking right. for secret doors. Right, but she did get an, an actual honest-to-God critical failure. I did. I did. Yeah, that's going to be real cute. It's going to be a good look on me. I'm very excited about what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm looking for... But did you get a bestial failure? No. I did not. No, it's just a I did not. regular, plain old critical failure where things go horribly wrong. Lovely. <laughs> Let's see. It's never a good time when Stu's like, let me look up exactly how bad I can make this. <laughs> I'm trying to. F- I, I copied something over from the rule book, and I can't. I can't find it right now. It's going to be hilarious if we survive. If we talked our way out of a confrontation with Anna Tremont to get killed by traps in the <laughs> sitting room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I was hoping was that we either find information on on people's lairs or or dirt on the other. That's what I was hoping for too. Unfortunately, my dice had other plans. Yeah, mm, they can't. They can't always be good rolls. Nope. <laughs> but I should have known. I've been rolling terribly all weekend. Uh, that was us last week in the uh, city of towers. Yeah. So bad. It's, it was, I mean, it's a miracle we're also alive. I made I made a dangers section and I put sunlight, fire, extreme cold. But for extreme cold, I put this is L.A. Look it up if necessary. Well, yeah, I'm almost nice. I'm almost finding it. It would have been nice to have a map of like everybody's lairs, you know, that'd be exactly the kind of thing that he would have. But I mean, I doubt it would be the kind of thing he just had lying around. Like even well, no. secret, like that's the kind of thing you memorize and destroy. Or have like in different pieces around your lair. Mm. Under a bust or you know, with the key under the carpet. Stu is looking up. I, I've got it. I found it. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> we all have access to the rule book in a, in a form where we could search it for you. Well, I, had to, I, I didn't know what it would be under because the way it's organized is weird. 
<clears throat> okay, so um, you're you're wandering around searching for things, looking behind paintings, looking underneath throw rugs, and things like that, and you accidentally accidentally trip an incendiary device. Cute. So uh, if you're in the room, if you're in, and I'm talking about this, this is the antechamber. This is his sort of uh, library. I'm going to say that you're taking four four points of uh, aggravated damage, because it is fire. Uh, if you're in the next chamber, you're only taking two, the, the, where the coffin is. And if you're in the hallway, you only take one. Um, okay. So, like, if we're in the hallway between the coffin and the study? Well, it's more like a... There's more like an entryway between the two of them. If you're in the coffin oh, okay. room, you'll take two. If you're in the... the, the the uh, library, you'll take four, and if you're in the hallway outside where you where you were going along the train, the rail tracks to get in, then it'd be one. Because it's an enclosed area and it's exploding and it's going to fill and burn the way that stuff burns. Cool. Okay, so you said four aggravated, right? Four aggravated. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> there is my... Here it is. Oh, that's not good. That is most my health. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Cute, cute, cute. Love it. Love mm. to see it. How do we uh, regain health again? Um, well, Stork, do you remember how you how how you regained it? I know it was a lengthy process. It, basically, you got to rest. And I was just looking at my character. It says Oh, I I've, I've got a, I've got the notes here. Uh, well, you can't you cannot heal Ag until the next nightfall. Upon awakening, vampires must make three rouse checks. They heal one Ag. Oh, uh, yes. They may only heal one Ag per night. Uh, if this increases hunger beyond five, the vampire falls into torpor. So, cool. you're going to heal one point a night, period. But you need to make three rouse checks, and if you fail any of those rouse checks, that's increasing your hunger. Right. Got it. So so keep a lot of herd around. You had, like... I mean, I know it's a critical failure, but seeing as you just took a crap load of damage... Um... Is there... Never mind. I can't even make that work in my head. <laughs> I was like, you had the good reflexes, but not good enough. Yeah. Well, then I looked it up. Rapid, well, rapid reflexes... Unless... I was also looking up... Maybe... What Stork was remembering, maybe I rolled fleetness, because fleetness helps. And that requires a rouse check. But rapid reflexes only helps against projectiles. Okay, so I think I, I'm in the I'm gonna say I'm in the room with him. Okay, it's my I, idea. And I'll say if anyone anyone with celerity can probably knock one point off wherever okay. you are. Alright, so how many dice am I rolling? You're not rolling. Celerity. You're not rolling just, what are you rolling for? I don't. Okay, how much damage did we take? Four, unless you have celerity, and then you can say that you kind of ducked behind something, perhaps. I do take, have celerity. Then you took um, one. I was, just, I was just looking up my toughness to see if that takes anything off ag damage, and it doesn't. It's just off a of superficial damage. Right. It's actually pretty useless. Well, I mean, it's well, no, get, most things do superficial. Yeah, it just fire, werewolf fangs, or, or werewolf talons, vampire fangs. Those things all do. Egg. At least to you. 
Right. So, okay, so you said it was four dice? So no, not four dice. Four sorry. points. Four points. Uh, unless you have one. celerity, then it's I three. That's well, three. Okay. And it's ag. It's not, it's not superficial. Right. So that comes off my health. Cool. So I would like to go home and take a nap and eat. Okay. okay. God. Son of a... I'm glad he got Diablerized. What? Did you just That's destroy everything water. in there? <sighs> well, so much for finding out any information. Without exploding it for once. Well, it's not. it didn't, like, like engulf the whole thing in enough fire long enough to actually destroy all of the books and everything. Any okay, any pieces of paper laying out on, on tables, those are gone. But I mean, volumes, they're probably just singed. Because if, if it was hot enough in there for long enough for them to all be burned to ash, you would all be burned to ash. Yeah. It's so basically it just like it, it, it momentarily filled with fire and then it was gone. So if the you personal were, diaries I have in my pocket are probably fine. Yes. Great. That kind of stuff is fine. But, like, the letters, those are probably gone. But anything in the desk would be fine, like, inside mm-hmm. any of the drawers sure. or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and, and even the books in the bookshelves. Cool. Well, got- I'm not touching anything else in here. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. mean, I'm going to come in from the other room. Okay. And be like, da fuck. <laughs> yeah. But also... uh I'm still healthy enough to search what's left. What kind of madman bugs his own antechamber with incendiary devices? The kind with things to hide. Yes. Like I said, I'm glad he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to take each book and tend to shake it and see if there's anything in them. How many books are there? Hundreds? Dozens? Oh, there's probably like three or four bookshelves full of books. Some of them are journals. Some of them are like the typical stuff you would find in someone's library, like fiction or, you know, he's probably got nine copies of The Prince by Machiavelli, things like that. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, some of them are just books that you can just go buy at a, at a bookstore. So that kind of stuff, no. But his journals are there. We should at least take those. Absolutely. I was just going to sort of take each book off the shelf and you know shake them to see if there were anything in them, maps or bookmarks or pressed flowers. <laughs> Maybe one of them opens a secret compartment. No, Scooby Doo. Nothing like that. <clears throat> but you've got, let's say, five journals. Sweet. I like to think that what I was doing was looking for one of those secret compartments, and I pulled the book Dante's Inferno, which... (laughs) (laughs) There's uh, Adam's family, right? Greed. Pulls greed out and opens up the treasure Mm -hmm. chamber. Can I I sense the unseen here? And Mm -hmm. uh, it would also allow me to, um, to sense any dormant blood sorcery spells and rituals. Ah, okay. That makes sense, considering his wife is Georgina. There might be something here. Can you also sense unseen compartments? I think it's... Isn't it mostly magical stuff? I was sort of kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Sort of kidding. 
<laughs> no, it's um, anything from another vampire using obfuscate, someone using aspects to spy upon us, ghosts, and also dormant spells. Yeah, if that was in character stork, you definitely get side eye from Colin. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even justifying that. In character or not, I'm just pretending it. like you didn't say anything. <laughs> so you're using sense unseen, correct? Yes. Wits plus aspects or resolve plus aspects. Right. Which, in my case, is going to be resolve plus aspects. Two, three, four, five. Yeah, cool. I got um, zero yeah. successes, but not at critical. You're uh, uh, if vampire actively searches for a hidden supernatural entity, you roll resolve. If it's sort of passive, you roll wits. So, uh, the, Wait, so, so- uh, where's where's this? Uh, for example, uh, detecting a vampire using obfuscate would be a roll of wits versus aspects versus wits versus obfuscate. If the vampire actively searches for a hidden supernatural entity, they would roll resolve versus aspects similarly. So I'm actively, so it's still resolve. It's it, yeah, it should be resolved. It's it would only be wits if it's like a more of a passive role, like if someone is walking. Like so, someone is using unseen presence or something like that in the room, and because I think because it seems like you get um, supernatural makes a hidden roll. Uh, the storyteller makes a hidden roll of wits versus aspects against the difficulty they choose. So, so if it's if it's a passive thing, then it's wits, but it's but active is resolved. Um, there is nothing in here. Uh, there, in fact, there is an in, a complete lack of any kind of magic. Okay. Well, it doesn't seem like there are any other magical traps. Uh, there's no, no magic. magic at all. I wonder how much he trusts Georgina. It's also a big old like. I guess he figured his more mundane traps would take care of any intruders. And so he didn't have her set up any wards or anything. Because you would expect, or it's because it's here and none of that transferred. You know better than I would. Because I'm still putting myself out. Um, cool. So I guess, oh, never mind. We can amuse ourselves. Till he returns. Is there anything else we want to check out while we're in here, in this little pocket dimension? I mean, that was why I was like, oh, well, we'll do the next thing. But it's yeah. really hard to, like, do the next thing while Stu's gone. Well, I just, is there, I mean, amongst ourselves, is there anything I, we're, we're overlooking? The desk? Well, yes. But. Definitely through the desk. Mm-hmm. Do we want to try to go to Anna Tremont, or do we know where she, her lair was and see what she has there? I think if she knows that we can travel in this yeah. dimension, she probably would expect that if we don't trust her, that's something we would do. I think doing that tonight is a fool's errand, especially if you want to gain her trust. 
However, we do have one of us who can move without being seen. Yeah, is there anywhere else we want to go tonight in L.A.? I mean, if everything is duplicated here, is there anything... I mean, we could always do it later, I suppose. I feel like the best thing going forward would be stuff that we need to talk to the kindred about. Honestly, I think our best course of action, if we are going to try to gain Anna's trust and really cement ourselves in a position of power in her new order. The best thing we can do is devise a plan to get rid of her biggest opposition, which is the mercenary army. Stu's back there. Uh, hmm? Pooja. Yes. Um, but, Anna Sophia, didn't you want to search the desk? I did want to search the desk, but am on fire and no longer wish to do so in case it explodes and I die. <laughs> Fine, I will do it. <laughs> I will be in the other room. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, the, the 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 desk only has like like one little like file drawer and then like the drawer where you keep all the pencils and pens and stuff, and they they both have locks on them. Would you I like, have a lock pick. Would you like to larcenize them? I can larcenize them, yes. Larceny plus, plus dex. Do a larceny. <laughs> Actually, that's the first lock I learned to pick was when I worked at McDonnell Douglas was the, the lock for the big wide drawer. Because mm. I was sitting there all day long. So I got a couple... Paper clips two, out and figured out two how to, successes. Two. Okay. All right. That's that's enough to open the locks. So you find there are there are some files in the um, in the larger drawer, and uh, this seems to be a lot of information about the Posebni team. There's dossiers on members, uh, histories, what uh, what countries they're from. What organize what uh, military units they belong to? What sort of training and specialties they have? Uh, looks like there's a total of about thirty of them. At least there's thirty files. Doesn't say what hotel they're staying at, does it? No, it does not say what hotel they're staying at or the room number. <laughs> <laughs> there are no receipts for the glittery night Hilton. No. <laughs> um, I want to pull the. Doors, or the doors all the way out, and flip them over and look underneath. Okay. And just basically, take the desk, kind of all the drawers out of the desk, and look around inside the desk and underneath the drawers. Got it. Doesn't you don't see anything hidden like that? And in the other drawer, there's like pens and there's bottles of ink, metal nibs, quills, quills things like that. Sealing wax. Change. Oh, yeah, it's sealing wax, but not a signet ring. Matches. Paper clips. Pocket lint. 
Well, that okay, seems useful. Yeah, I, that's that's all that's really of any use in this desk. And I think we've got what we came here for. We've got the journals, looked through all those books, and we looked through the desk, and I can't think of anything else. We checked his coffin. We checked him. I think we're done here. Agreed. Okay. <clears throat> Where do you want to go to go back to normal time? Unless you're going to play around in here. I would like a nap. And a juice box. <laughs> a blood bag. Uh, no, no, that's what I call humans, is juice box. Yeah. But was, I was trying to remember what they were in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I think they were, they were they blood bags? Blood? Yeah, blood bags. Let's go back to a central location. Well, what about the mall? No, I don't trust Anna not to be lurking. Uh, <clears throat> Golden Road? I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> there, there's that park in uh, in Silver Lake, or, or in um, there's some parks that we could go to that are in our territory. Yeah. Unpopulated since we are mildly sensed. We could go to oh. Griffith Park and just reapparate there and go our separate ways. If, I'm just thinking for safety, so that we don't just appear at, at Golden Road surrounded by mortals. Well, I mean, it's not like any of them are paying attention anyway. But yes, if you want to go, I those are just my suggestions. The park is probably the best idea. Less attention drawn to us at the moment, the better. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. okay, so we'll go to Griffith Park and... <clears throat> Reapparate there. Okay. I like this coat. Oh well. You live and learn, or unlive and learn. But Dad. It only took her two. Because you're making dad jokes. It only took her. It only took uh, Marion two tries to open the way back to the real world. <clears throat> oh, good job. Hmm? All right. Well, I'm going to go back to the church and eat a few people, take a nap, maybe try and translate some of these journals. Uh, what time of night is it? Oh, it's probably getting close to dawn because you had a whole day last session, a whole night last session. This is kind of the end of it, so I would say it's probably an hour before dawn. 
It's out early morning of January 24th, according to my calculations. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to bed. I don't care much for the rest of this evening. Mm. Between vomiting and being burnt nearly to death. So how do you heal aggravated damage? You got it. The next night you'll make well, three rouse checks. You heal one point, but you might take hunger. And if you if your hunger ever reaches five or exceeds yeah, reaches reaches five or exceeds five, then you go into torpor. Right. Okay. But you make three rouse checks every morning. Basically until you're you no longer have uh, aggravated damage, and you you regardless of what you get on those rouse checks, you automatically heal one. Per. Cool. Well, <clears throat> let's do it. So, what night is it? You're, it's the it is now the 20... night, of, night of the twenty fourth. Okay. All right. Let's see what these rouse checks look like. All right. I got a six, a six, and a ten. Do you, no hunger. Yeah. Hmm. I got two successes. So you increase your hunger by one. Two successes for me also. Increase your hunger by one, and, uh, and everyone loses one point of ag damage. Alright, so I'm going to visit my herd and get rid of my one hunger point. And then, um... God, did I have... You should have had two. Well, you can only get... Yeah, you can only go down to one. Sorry, never mind. Yes. Unless you murder someone. Yes. I have two hunger right now, total. Okay. Yeah, I'll meet up with my herd as well and... Okay. I'm going to spend the time quizzing Miriam on how she worked past her. Oh, okay. How she how she tapped into her power working past the vampire blood. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> she basically just told you that she kept just kept trying harder and trying to concentrate more. She says it when she's when she's working magic right now. It's it's difficult. She, she's finding it difficult to concentrate. Hmm. Interesting. Well, what do you need to make a new amulet? Uh, she she gives you a shopping list of a few things. Uh, do you want one, or do you want more than one? What's that? Do you want one or more than one? Just one. Just one. Uh, figure probably because there's a there's probably a gem in it. Probably. About a thousand dollars worth of stuff total. That's cool. I mean, we looted all those dudes. Oh yeah, you've got tons of money. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> like, like even the fact that like I wasn't that well off before this, like it doesn't matter. Right. We got a lot of money from the Second Inquisition guys. Yes. <laughs> Didn't you actually find some diamonds on them, or was it just cash? 
No, it was just cash. It was electronic cash, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was bank account numbers more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I will yeah. spend the morning covering all the mirrors in my apartment until I'm beautiful again. <laughs> okay. Amazing. <laughs> Contemplates ordering a Phantom of the Opera mask online. <laughs> Are you guys meeting up? Well, yeah, we have a lot to discuss. I, I also send a text once I'm done being melodramatic um, to the group. Okay. Same bat time, same bat channel. Mm-hmm. Sure, after I'm done... With my herd, I guess I'll head to the mall and I'll wait there. Okay. We're trying to. I'm trying to remember. Did I ask the police chief to look something up? I can't remember. Uh, phone records for Anna Tremont's number. And then he said that would take time, or no? He he, he figured that out already because we already heard. We already figured that out because because it was right before the mode. That's why we. Yeah, you asked them. Asked him to. Uh, get some information from Pasadena PD about the Roseville incident. That's right. And he said he was going to... Make some calls. Okay. So I'll I'll meet up with him. Okay. After I deal with my herd um, and see if he has any info for me. Yeah, he <clears throat> he's extremely confused because um, Pasadena PD uh the the his contacts there uh, didn't hear of any sort of incident. I see. <laughs> it was like the men in black showed up with their little mind wipe thing, or or Ben True with dominate, <laughs> <laughs> or Nosferatu oh. with dominate, or that was it. Also, one with dominate. Yeah, I got some Dominate clouds with some memories. I mean, it's it's like the first thing that you can get. <laughs> oh, forgetful mind or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's right. uh, cloud memory. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's basically dominate one hundred and one. Uh, okay. And he he finds that strange because I mean, he may not have witnessed it, but he may have know other people who've witnessed it. But as far as the his police department contacts they they know of no such inst- event oh you are right sorry it's for so people don't um actually us forgetful it's forgetful mind that you would need for this and that's a level three right oh. sorry go on <clears throat> sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt i just also yeah, I mean, it, it's a really big that. event that, like, and I know Rose Bowl has joggers and golfers and, you know, oh, drug sure. dealers that are there 24-7, so you, it couldn't have gotten to everybody, but you're saying the police department specifically has no records and no recollection of it, but he heard through the rumor vine and through the rumor mill right. phone calls, complaints. Well, they, I mean, they've got, they, they got, um, they have records of phone calls and people saying, hey, there's a shootout going on, blah, 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 right. blah, blah, but, but, but none of them... None, clearly, someone has gotten to their brains. Got it. Because they, 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 they're like, what? No, there's nothing. Yeah, there's people said there was, but we didn't find anything when we got there. Doesn't look like anything to me. 
Uh, okay. Well, I'll tell him to not worry about it for now. If he hears of anything more, just let me know. Just keep an ear out, but don't, uh, don't put yourself in jeopardy looking for more information. Okay. And then I'll head to the mall to meet up with the rest of the coterie. Okay. When I get to the, the mall, I'm going to send a text full of ardor and and strong feelings of love to my new ghoul. Very sad that I cannot meet with her this evening. blah de blah blah Basically, throw some Lord Byron at her and just change the name of who wrote it. She's not going to know the difference. <laughs> no, she'd be more melancholy than Lord Byron. We'll go with, um... Percy Shelley. Okay. So, where who has these journals that we took from Miroslav's well, letter? Uh, Anna Sophia has Sophia. At, le- okay. at, at least some of them. I don't know if she has all of them. What language are they written in? Because you said you were translating them? Croatian. Um, or I was just going to give it a good try. You just give it to your <laughs> give it to your coterie and they can go to the library and just deal with it during the day. Oh, yeah. See. <laughs> you guys like dead languages? Mm-hmm. Wait, Croatian's not dead. Like, is yeah. is nothing- Croatian romantic-based? Mm, good question. I actually don't know. Nobody looked at a bunch of goths in the library looking up Croatian. Croatian is not a romance language. No, I didn't I think-, think so, but that was, I was hoping. It sure is close to Russian, which is... Really? I think, what? yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they call the that family of languages. Is it it's Slavic? Slavic? No? It's probably Slavic. And if I if it's anything like Hungarian, like Hungarian and I and, and Finnish are really related and they're very ancient. Well, they're Proto-European or something. Serbo-Croatian is the like the language of family of that portion of the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. yeah my cursory Wikipedia search comes up with the same. But is Russian Servo Croatian? No, I'm no, sure Russian no. is Slavic, you know? I think Russian is actually. I, I Well, I thought Russian was Cyrillic, but. Well, that's the alphabet. I don't know yeah, if that's the, the, alphabet, the yeah. family of the language. Well, it's East Slavic. According to Wikipedia. Should we do a roll to see if any of my Satanists are language nerds? <laughs> ah, Croatian. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. What is your... How many dots you haven't heard? Uh, let's see. I have two dots in heard. Okay. Give me two successes and you have someone who can translate Croatian. Okay. So I have to roll two dice and get two successes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm useful. And... I'm useless in this. My I feed on morons. <laughs> uh, oh, one success. They're all Indo-European. Yeah, Indo-European is like a, a the ancient sort of language that encompassed a lot of Europe and Asia. I think, at least the mm-hmm. western part of Asia. There yeah. is a high degree of mutual intelligibility between Russian, Belus- Belarus, Bel- so- Belarusian, mm-hmm. Belarusian, and Ukrainian. But not Croatian, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, I only got one success, so... Okay. So, no, no... 
but they're happy happy to sit down and, and type stuff into Google Translate for you if you would like them to do that. Great, yes. Okay. Homework. <laughs> and they probably said about that the night before or the yeah. during the day. Okay. Yeah. So presumably yeah. this evening they have something translated. Yeah, they probably have most of one one of the journals. You brought, what did I say? They had five or seven journals? I don't remember. I think yeah, five, I think something like that. Did. Five or something. How many? I don't remember. I think That's not appropriate amount. Okay. <laughs> so you've got one of them, and did, are you going to start with the most recent one? Uh, yeah, that okay. seems reasonable. Okay. Um, I, I don't know how much time you want to spend reading it, but uh, a lot of it is day-to-day events. Um, uh, he tend, the, his more recent writings are about um, Georgina and how they uh, they seem to be becoming more and more estranged. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. There's also... Uh, there's... Um, within that journal is is the introduction of the uh, Posebni team, mm-hmm. and uh, um, but it doesn't have any details about where they're housed or anything like that. It just it, it just has to do. He's got names for contacts for people. It back okay. in his home country, to, so he could he could uh, recruit the people he needed, mm. and he was consulting with someone back there. Um, Probably a kindred who was making suggestions on the, what he would need to make up the team, what kind of specialists and things like that. Cool. You know, also, whoever this contact was is probably. Um, I, actually, I think the contact is his brother, um, who uh, uh, was probably procuring these people and sending them over. Cool. Okay. Does uh, it say anything about? The motives bringing them over was it just about the anarchs? Or were there any other motives for bringing this army into the glittering night? Uh, in that journal, it probably that journal probably uh, he's not formulating the need for them. That's probably in a previous journal. This is after the decision to have them, so there's no real justification for why. Um, but they it, it it does look like training wise and things like that that. Uh, they're not just there to com- they're, they're definitely there to combat vampires. Okay. Uh, obviously, that could be the Anarchs. Right. Or it could be, I mean, you also know that Posebni team means like secret team. Like a secret police. So mm-hmm. they, it may very well have also been it, it, personal security and um, root out dissension. Right, exactly. There's no mention of what he uses to control them or money, probably. Money, well, oh. money and blood. Yeah, because you get you get thirty armed people that can kill vampires. At some point, they're going to, you know, that's a pretty dangerous pet to ha- if you don't have a leash. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting that he and Georgina were becoming estranged. Mm-hmm gives us motive. We want to pin anything on her. Well, she certainly maintained a separate lair. Otherwise, she would have been caught in the same explosion. True. Well, you don't house your president and vice president in the same building in an emergency. Yeah. 
in times of crisis, at least. Well, we have at least a few more uh, journals to translate as well, so hopefully we'll get more information as they go back in time. We do still have the matter of answering Anna Tremont's question. Shoot. I think we know that. You think we all agree if you want to formulate a formal response to her. Sure. I can, I can do these things. Um, I will send a text um, to her. Mm-hmm. And it's going to... It's just going to be you up, winky face. <laughs> <laughs> lol. Lol, what's up? Uh, miss you. Um... Trying to think of a way to encode where we should meet without, in case things get trans, you know. Um, miss you. Free for a drink? Sure. Smiley face. Um. How about our usual place? Or no, how about um, that last place we went? Sounds good. Okay. And hopefully she infers that when we met last is when I was planting guns for the uh, Rose Bowl attack, and that's where we interacted. She's, she's going to think it's Miroslav's lair in the... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that is sitting in the last place. That's what I thought you were doing. <laughs> yeah. In. I mean, yeah, we can do that. We can we can do that if um, Lakshmi doesn't mind me borrowing her friend Mir- to get... Miriam doesn't go anywhere without me. Well, <laughs> you're, you're more than welcome to come. I have no She's problem with you. She's also currently making an amulet for us. And you, you guys can also use the mode of sin. Yeah, you always have that, that entrance true. is always open. True. All right. Is a, sorry. No, go ahead. I just wanted to know how long Miriam was going to be out of commission on the amulet. Oh, probably for at least a day or two. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, I would rather not go alone. I trust Anna Tremont as far as I can throw her, which actually would be pretty far. So I trust her less than I can throw her. <laughs> Yes, we should probably all go. Yeah, I got nothing better to do. Perhaps we can leave. We can leave Samuel here. He can read. He can help the Satanists translate. Mm-hmm. Or at least skim what they've translated and highlight any interesting passages. Do we want to say that's what Felix is doing? Oh, well, Felix might want to do other things. He's got. That's true. He's got contacts. He's got things he can do. I thought about that too. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to take his agency. You are correct. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. Um, yeah, let's road trip. 
Sure. Okay. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We have a bunch of leftover weapons, if I remember correctly, in incendiary rounds, don't we? I believe you do. Okay. Because <laughs> we set up for that really big fight that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have lots so of them. much info. Just in case, I'm going to bring a small... I'm not going to bring like a rifle or something, okay. but a small firearm uh, with some incendiary round. Just in case, because I'm down some health and if this goes awry, that's not going to be fun. I think that's a good idea. I'll take the pistol and it's going to around, just in case. If anything, if she finds it, we say we're being prepared, which is a good thing you want in allies, I would think. We've all got pistols, so if we just want to get clips of incendiary rounds, then... That would, yeah. that would work. You could have normal rounds and incendiary. Like one clip of incendiary, which would be what? 16? 8? Uh, depends on the gun. I mean, oh, okay. <clears throat> at a minimum 6, I would say probably depending on the up to probably 10 or 12. We're talking handguns and the ones that can use incendiary rounds. So whatever ones we got, the ones we're using, that's up to you. Yeah, they're probably like 45s or something. Because it's all army issued stuff for the most part, so yeah, just tuck that in my habit. Okay, <laughs> that's right. I forget you beneath the pillows of the coat that I'm wearing. It's very dramatic. I mean, very dramatic moment. <laughs> I opted not to go with the phantom mask, which have a very like ornate scarf that I have wrapped around my face. Okay. A nice chiffon so you can still see through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a veil. Phantom mask. <laughs> Sing for me. Ah. I'm like a Toreador. It's my chance to be melodramatic. Okay. It's your duty to be melodramatic. <laughs> it's part of the job. Right? They'll kick you out of the club if you're not. <laughs> All right. So you guys head to Mode of Sin, yeah, and go through the vampire only entrance. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we? Why don't we? We cut some of the travel time off. That why don't I say? Hey, why don't we go for some ice cream? Our usual place? Question mark. Ah. Maybe we just meet us at the Mode of Sin. Okay. All right. Yeah, we would have to go to the Mode of Sin and travel into the city, and then, you know, right. All right. So let's do that. Okay, you get to the you get to the place. You park. You go to the back entrance, and Anna Tremont is in there waiting. Right, she's on her phone. Oh, the phone works in here now, in the pocket dimension. Well, you don't know what she's doing on her phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she'd be playing Candy Crush for all we know. Right, and it'd be ad free because there's no internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Are we disturbing you? No, no. I've just been waiting. Okay. What can I do for you? We've had time to think it over. Mm-hmm. We like what you have to say. Excellent. You bring up a lot of good points. I think perhaps now is the time for a a fresh take on leadership. And I, I'm very interested to see how we can 
help you achieve your goals. I mean, obviously, we're interested too in, in what this new regime can do for us, but we're definitely interested in listening to what you would want from us if we were to help you. Well, at this point, I just we just need to get support. Um, as you probably know, traditionally it is the Primogen Council that chooses the the next prince. Uh, and in such situations where it doesn't turn to bloodshed, their decision usually holds. Now, it is uh, because of the fact that I'm going to need to make promises to people about positions of power. Uh, it is unlikely I will be able to get very many of the Primogen Council on our side. Although, I have spoken uh, in very obtuse ways to two members of the Primogen Council, and uh, one seems to be pretty firmly on the Paul Morphy side. The other one is in sort of, I think, it's hard to tell, sort of a wait-and-see thing. What is the Paul Murphy side? The Paul Murphy side is that Paul Murphy becomes prince. And that's his ambition? No, you no, no. Sound as though he I, was... No, I, w- I did not speak with Paul Murphy. I spoke with a, two members of the Primogen Council. And one of the two I spoke with w- is on the pro-Paul Murphy faction. The other one, from what I can tell, isn't on in any faction. Hmm. And who is this waffler? Uh, Silas the Great. Oh, well, we've spoken of Baron Trails many times. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I can't tell you what he thinks. I <laughs> talked with him for almost a half hour, and I walked away knowing less about him than I did prior to that. But he doesn't seem to have a preference, I think. I think. What influence would the mode of sin have with the Primogen Council? Mm, not much. I mean, it, I, I suppose it's possible. I mean, was it, it's Katarina von Leitheiser. Didn't I say she was the... Mm-hmm. She was, yes. Yeah, she's the lord of the mode of sin. She, she's well-respected amongst the in the indigenous vampire population um, it definitely more uh, more respected by them than by the old worlders she's she's lord of the mode of sin does she have a place on the council or at least some power she doesn't have she no she does not have a place in the primogen council because she's outranked by Paul Morphy because she's also she was also Torto. she was she was Riley's sire, correct? Yeah. So, but I mean, she does, I mean, there are events that she is brought to and she is treated with, with deference, but she does not have a vote on the Primogen Council. Is she somebody that you would like on your side? Sure. Do you have any leads on where the Ukrainian or the yeah, the, the Ukrainian gangsters are 
being held? Oh, the Pesebni team? I'm not sure. Um, I've got I've got someone looking into it for me. You said you spoke with two members of the Partisan Council. Who is in Paul Murphy's camp? Um... Uh, Simon Perkins, who is the Nosferatu primogen. The, the Nosferatu seem to be in Paul Morphy's... Uh, generally seem to be in Paul, on Paul Morphy's side right now. What about Scully? Scully is as well, I believe. He seems he strikes me more of an opportunist than anything. Yes, um, he also he also kind of has a, a sort of traditional uh, a bent towards tradition, as do a lot of the Nosferatu. But I mean, that's not that that certainly didn't come as a surprise. Have you spoken to? Scully, since your since last night, uh, I mean, he has been asking about you. Your oh, oh, yeah, I got, absence has been noted. I had fourteen texts when I came back, waiting for me, and yes, I spoke with him. Good. I think that was my decision. Not that I'm here to advise you, but I, if I were in your position, I would have I would have done the same. Um. So what would you what would you ask of us and what would you give us in return for what you ask of us? Let's just get down to brass tacks. Well, I mean, what I'm willing to give you will depend entirely upon what you're willing to do for the for the effort. If you're willing to to um, go all in when I'm ready to go public, um, I I could see um, Depending on on the um, disposition of the people in in those positions, giving you whatever positions you liked. But that I mean that in some ways may end up being um, a you can have this position if you can make the person who's currently in it disappear. Right. I was going to ask you how much of the current council are you willing to keep? Uh, I'll keep any. I'll keep any of them that do that. Do not preclude me from uh, paying back my friends. So if, for instance, someone of a particular clan uh, was a good friend and helped me um, in this matter, uh, I would uh, gladly give them the primogen seat even at the objection of the current holder. Though I can't necessarily... uh, Guarantee that I would be able to deal with that current holder, although that may, that maybe end up being part of the, the the entire process of taking control. I'm not sure how many of the Permagen Council will react when things start happening, and they do need to happen quickly because I got another call from George Palmer and. Um, the Camarilla is getting a little antsy. They want this taken care of in days, not weeks. And that is a quote. 
Completely understandable. And George Palmer also knows that that uh, I have put my hat in the ring. Oh, he does. And others in the Camarilla know as well? Uh, th- n- probably not. I don't know if he if, if he passed that information up the food chain. He very well may have. I don't know. Um, out, of, out of character, George Palmer was Miroslav's sire? No. Uh, George... George Palmer uh, was sent here by Miroslav's sire. Okay. I knew that there was some connection to Miroslav's sire. I just couldn't yes. remember how that, that right. happened. Okay. Yeah, George Palmer's a venture. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you. What was his reaction? I mean, or does he not know how you came to have this newfound confidence? He doesn't know. He very well may suspect I, I mean, we have... The one thing I've learned is that what the Camarilla says should and should not happen is not necessarily in line with those most powerful within the in the Camarilla do and don't do, if you get my meaning. Absolutely. Because every ancient vampire is terrified of Diablery. So, of course, they want Diablery to be as... as Forbidden as possible. Yeah, exactly. But none of them would be where they are without it. Uh, probably. You are probably correct. Um, I know that uh, Carlotta Esquivel, who is the gangrel primogen, she's also on the fence, according to Silas. I was able to get that one piece of definite information out of him. Um, Balance. Balan- Specifically to you. Pardon? What did he say specifically to you? I know his language can be a bit opaque, but sometimes I can interpret it. Well, he said he saw a vision Mm -hmm. in the entrails of a possum. Oh, possum. Okay. And then he went on to describe the size and girth of the possum. Mm-hmm. saying that it probably visited many trash cans each night, finding large amounts of surplus food that likely belonged to the people who owned the houses about which those trash cans were laid. And then he said that there would be great change And he was not sure if that change would be good or bad, but that it would happen. And once upon him seeing it, he would then make a determination about whether it was good or bad, if he felt that was necessary, and had enough information to make such a determination, which he was not sure he would have. It will require more intestines, I am sure. Probably. Hmm. I will ponder this and see if I can derive any meaning from it additionally. I, I may have I may have left bits and pieces of it out. I, I, I sort of phased away a few times. That's usually for the best. Understandable. Um, thank you for the details, though. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to know. I mean, he is probably the most indiscernible kindred I've ever met. If there were someone who maybe had a closer relationship to him who might be willing to 
have such a conversation and see if indeed he does have a position on this? Oh, certainly. We discussed... I have visions myself, and so Silas and I have discussed them at great length. Uh, You could say we have a rapport. I would be willing to discuss it with him and also take some time in prayer and see what I can see as well. That would be extremely helpful. My pleasure. Do you have a short list of kindred you'd be interested in reaching out to, not necessarily in the Provision Council, but those that you think could be easily convinced to join your cause with the proper persuasion, with the proper wheedling, with the with the proper venue? Well, um, the there there is a coterie in Long Beach based around the the um, the arts district that uh, I would would like to have on my side. Uh, they are mostly Toreador. One of which may have been one of Sebastian's flurry of children before mm. his demise. I don't know this for certain. But if um, if he is one of Sebastian's children, he is it would at this point be almost as powerful as me. And surely an axe to grind with the current administration. Absolutely. Do you have his name? I in fact do. Out of character, what was the name of the other priest that we met at the policeman's ball? The vampire priest? Oh, uh, Apostle X, is that right? Yep, that's right. That's Apostle it. X. And where was he based? Oh, he's he's Anarch. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, he's he's up in the valley, like like Burbank or farther. <clears throat> uh, the the priest that I ghouled is from Long Beach. That's Long that's Beach. who I was thinking of. Yes. Oh, oh, that that one. That was the one that you guys caught on motive the motive sin. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I thought, I thought you were talking about the one that I was. I was party. getting my okay. priest confused. Got it. <laughs> we got a lot of priests in this game. His name is Stephen Madison. And he is uh, uh, head of the, the coterie in the sort of downtown Long Beach area. Is he Tory? He's Tory Well, perhaps a salon is in order. A meeting of the great artistic minds of the glittering night. A bent ear with the proper influence can be quite persuasive. I would be very appreciative of that because I do believe that he would be uh, quite influential with most of the coteries in Long Beach. There are three or four coteries in Long Beach in total. Big city. Mm -hmm. I can see what I can do. Okay. 
if we were to approach, um, what was it, a Lighthizer? If we were to approach a, the Lord of the Mode of Sin, mm-hmm. what could we offer her just to keep her position? Um, possibly. The I don't know how large of an enticement that would be. Um, I'm certainly. Um, I don't know if a primogen position would be available for her, <coughs> um, as she is a Toreador. Um, but there are other positions that could perhaps be offered. There is a harpy. I have a feeling she would be very good in such a position. Do you guys know what the harpy is? Nope. It's I used to, and I don't remember now. Harpy, sort of the sergeant at arms, right? Well, kind of. The harpy does two things. One keeps track of who's um, one of the cool kids and who isn't. It's kind of at the behest of the prince. And secondly, the harpy is... Sometimes it moves around, but the harpy is one of the positions that keeps track of the boons. Which is the favors that are owed from vampire to vampire, and they're also it, it, the reason that they they have those both of those jobs is because if someone reneges on a boon, um, then they will very often the the harpy will use their other authority to make sure that the the that vampire is you know persona non grata. I don't know if you guys are familiar because th- there's no mention of boons in the Vampire Fifth book, but I always forget about them. Right, in fact, what we're doing here probably begs a boon. You bet. It would, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's one. We of, wouldn't be. We probably wouldn't be out of our. Although this may not be one of those boons you want to get put on the books with the harpy right now. Not right <laughs> now. <laughs> but yes, this would definitely be at least a, an informal. Um, Acquisition of a boon. But, I mean, a position could be found for her if she is unhappy with the position on the mode of sin. But we could also just say that nothing would change. She would still be me, the lord of the mode of sin, which is a pretty big job in and of itself with a lot of power, controlling the coteries. She's in charge of her entire area with shipping and money and people. Yes. I just, I just certainly, even sometimes, just maintaining the status quo might be enough for her to to back you up, or at least yeah. But people are more likely to follow you who put a carrot on that stick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than beating it with a stick, but a stick with a string on it is not as good as a stick with a string on it and a carrot. That metaphor gets a little messy. <laughs> you guys have any more questions? I, I can't think of anything else. Well, I have my homework. I don't know if who Lachmi- are you approaching next? Myself. Uh, I'm currently um, going to speak with another member of the Primogen Council, and this one is. I know, I know for a fact not on my side, but I might mm-hmm. be able to, con- to to convince him uh, 
otherwise. And who is that? Just so we can keep a tally. Hmm, looking at it right now. Um, Okay, I said Silas the Great, and who was the other one that he's already spoken to? Because now I'm losing track. There's too many. Uh, Simon Perkins. Simon Perkins, who, okay. I don't have a clan for. Who's his, who's he, the Prime Minister? Nosferatu. Nosferatu, that's right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, Carlotta Escobar, who is Gangrel. The Gangrel, Gangrel Prime Minister. Yeah, she mentioned that already. She, right. that, that Carlotta was on the fence. Yes, that's who, that's who she's next going to go talk to. Okay. Because, I mean, Bruja and Gangrel, they've got, like, a... They're dissatisfied. And they hate Ventru. <laughs> Not that well, who doesn't? Ventry, right. <laughs> um, I do want to ask her, oh, what are your thoughts on... Um, what's the, I'm sorry, what is the Bruja Permission's name again? Which one? Uh, the Bruja Primogen, that was Balanos Balanos Va- 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 Vasilop- Bal- Um, What are your thoughts on where uh, his opinions lie? Uh, well, he's my Primogen currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little irritated with me because I, I kind of played a disappearing act for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is definitely uh, on on Georgina Blazik's uh, faction. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys had already determined that in our yeah, last yeah. session, because you actually talked to him. And do you think he can be swayed to your side? Uh, he is old school, hidebound. I don't see him being in the new regime. He's genuinely terrifying. My heart breaks at the front of the wasp. <laughs> <clears throat> he is no slouch, but uh, he he exemplifies the reasons that there needed to be a change. Mm. And uh, so, if there's not anything else, I, I have a busy night. You certainly do. So do we. Uh, If you would like, uh, perhaps uh, tomorrow evening, early, we can meet here again and compare notes. I think that would be a great idea. That makes the most sense. Okay. One last question Mm -hmm. before you leave. Would you be open to enticing former Anarchs into the Camarilla if they were to help? If they behave themselves. Mm-hmm. But they have to behave themselves. Which mm-hmm. means they have to be they have to act like Camarilla, not Anarchs. I do have a few contacts there because we are running, we do have a few spies that we run there. Scully and I. I just was thinking for extra manpower, if you could offer them a carrot and they were willing to join the Camarilla and behave themselves, then that's more people on your side. Yes, but I'm, I'm you sure I could. In. 
I'm sure I could probably convince dozens of them to come over. Whether or not I could trust them is an entirely different matter. Mm-hmm. And if I may speak frankly, the best bet you have politically in getting rid of Georgina and the current regime is showing that you were able to take care of the issues they were unable to take care of. Mm-hmm. I don't see the Glittering Knights seeing making some kind of deal with Anarchs who sees power as overcoming that issue. It's right. more succumbing to that issue. That's just me if I were in your position. I, I, I would generally agree with you. There may be one or two people there that uh, have been very helpful to the glittering knight who uh, may want to who may want to come over or they may want to stay in place I, I don't know it's one thing to accept defectors after the fact but most kindred now want to know that their rulers are dealing with the second inquisition and they're dealing with the anarchs right we're being attacked on two sides. And whoever the next Lord of the Glittering Knight is, hopefully you, will need to show, not tell, that they can deal with these threats. Correct. And right now, my plan is to um... <clears throat> attempt to redirect the Second Inquisition towards the Anarchs. That won't work as well as you think it will. Why is that? Because they're already working with them. Mm. Does the Second Inquisition know that they're working with vampires? We haven't infiltrated them far enough to find out. But based on interactions with the Anarchs that we've had in our own territory as they attempted to encroach, hmm. they have contacts there. I'm trying to remember, has Snaggle said anything about knowing... No, I don't think he did, right? About knowing um, that the um, Persistent Dawn was working with Anarch people did, in the area. Did who know that? Samuel, my ghoul. By previous uh, second position rule. No, I, no, he didn't know anything. Of, of I didn't think so. I okay, just wanted to double check. <clears throat> he did tell you there are a few people outside of Persistent Dawn that they deal with, um, usually clergy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just wanted to double check. I didn't think so, but right. he was the closest we had to a connection to the second, second Inquisition, so I wanted to make sure that I didn't leave that stone unturned. Right. Um, and a- Anna says that I, I have a at least a section of a spy ring within the Anarchs and could probably, without too much difficulty, find four or five different havens that could uh, end up on Persistent Dawn's hit list if we can figure out how to get that information to them safely. We can look into that for you as well. I mean, if we, we can't can, guarantee we'll find anything, but we'll put it on our list. That would be appreciated. Anything else? 
No, I believe I have some formal invitations to send to Long Beach. Okay. Then she takes her leave. And I would like to end it here if we can. Yeah. Because I have a lot of prep to do now. Yeah. yeah. I, have, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do. So, yeah, I would appreciate not having to pick that up on my feet. Okay. Yeah, and Joey, I, I, the, for what it's worth, the mode of sin is also re- led by a Toreador. Right. I just, I don't know. My my thought is, because uh, Colin likes the idea of gaining more power, and if he can be the face of the Toreador and getting the Toreador for this cause, that, that could be a good thing. So the mode of sin is definitely on his periphery, but it's, it's not a major power yet. So he's focusing on what Anna wants first, and then maybe bring the modus in as a side thought or a secondary target. It's a, it, yeah, it's just it's more warm bodies for the the grist mill, mm-hmm. right? Okay, all right. So thank you for joining us for session ten, and we'll see you in two weeks for session eleven. Two, two, weeks. Weeks. two weeks. Thank you very much, Thanks. and goodbye. Bye, bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.